Son, you're gonna drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod, Lincoln. She's real fine, my 409, my little little scoop. You don't know what I got. You don't know what I got. Listen to her tacking up now. Listen to her whine. Come on and turn it on, wind it up, blow it out. That driving feeling Oh, that driving feeling Christian Car Guy Radio Show Gonna save all my money Today from Calvary Classic Car Show at Calvary's West Campus in Advance, North Carolina. Today we're doing a Christian Car Guy show on details, details, details. They say the devil is in the details. And it's going to take some strong stuff to get him out of there. So as we got ready for the car show, I wanted to bring my wife's. She has a 2002 Blackwood Lincoln truck that is awesome, but it's black and it's spring and it has rained and rained and rained and rained and so you can imagine I had a lot of detailing to do this week and so on today's show I want to share three fives that really helped me this week not expensive by the way if you go on YouTube and you check out the chemical guys on how to detail your car and then go price their stuff oh my goodness <laughs> the under the hood show which is another national car show they talk about the brush hero which is a really neat looking hose attachment that spins with the water, but what does that thing cost, and is it really any better than good old-fashioned elbow grease? That's what I wonder. I really do wonder. So on today's show, I would love to hear the car dealing gadget or product that you believe helps you. The, I mean, it's your secret. It's your secret weapon. What is it? I need you to call us and talk about it today. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We would love to hear your guard dealing detailing secret. And here to help me out, I have a whole team of people with classic cars that are been detailing cars. I've got Shorty. And Shorty, how long have you been detailing cars? Since about 1959. Now, can you tell that Shorty might be from Davie County, North Carolina? <laughs> or 1959? I was born in 1943. <laughs> Lived here all my life. So, Shorty, if you, you, you've been detailing cars a long time. You know what I mean when I say a chamois ringer. Yes, sir. A lot of people don't know what those are anymore. But we also have Ronnie Cox with us. Ronnie, you've detailed a few cars in your life? Yes, sir. So I have. Ever so, since 1965. So we're going to get the secrets from Ronnie. We're going to get the secrets from Shorty. But also we have Bill Mix and our Christian insurance guy here with us today so details in car detail detailing is one thing but details when it comes to your insurance cover <laughs> if you don't get all the dies dotted and the t's crossed bill 
it could be a catastrophe. Well, there's certainly some things that can cause you problems. And one thing I'd recommend, you turn your car over to somebody else. Be careful. A lot of times your insurance turns off when you hand them the key if they're professionals. So try to work with people that have insurance. There you go. So we're going to give you some details about insurance. We're going to give you some details about detailing. And as you might imagine, the devil's in the details. How do we get him out of our lives? We're going to talk about that coming up in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. But right now, I want to take this opportunity. You know, we have been giving away two overnight stays at a Red Roof Inn anywhere in America. There's over 500 of those, by the way, Bill. 500 Red Roof Inn Americans. And these VIP tickets, by the way, you don't, there's no blackout dates or anything. Once you get one in the mail from us, you just hand it to the Red Roof people and they take you in. There's no, you know, there you go. You got an overnight stay for you and your family. All you have to do is go onto our Facebook page, which is Christian Car Guy and the Jesus Labor Love, and there tell us the name of your car. Not that it's a Chevy or something, but the name that you named it and how many miles are on it, and we registered it. So I want to. You want to give us a bit of a drum roll, Bill, because I've got two winners to announce that registered this week at Facebook because we're doing this every Saturday. Bill, go ahead. That was a pretty good drum roll, don't you think, Shorty? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> so, winner number one is Black Beauty. Black Beauty has got 92,000 miles on it. It's owned by Damon Horner, and he invited nine friends to join in the contest, which was outstanding, and he is a winner. And we will send him out his VIP certificate. And the winner number two, actually, is called Silver. It's interesting. Some people name their cars after the color of them. Or the color <laughs> of their hair. I don't know. But anyway, it has 134,000 miles, and it is owned by Greg Hill, who is also a winner today. So we're going to give away two more trips next week. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page, ChristianCarGuy.com, Jesus Labor Love. It's not a trip. It's just an overnight stay anywhere in America. So... We would love to get you involved in that. Go to our Facebook page and register, and you can win next week. So we have cars, cars, cars. We're going to talk about, we got a Model T out there, right, Shorty? Mm -hmm. What's yes, the sir. car that you've seen out there so far at the car show today that just kind of blew you away? Well, I like a whole lot of them. I sort of like that 66 GMC pickup. There's a, Oh, I saw that. That's a beautiful truck. That's a good friend of mine. How about you, uh, Ronnie? Because I'm a Ford Mustang guy, the 67 Fastback back there, the 1967 GT Fastback. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we've got cars to look at. we got all sorts of stuff. If you happen to be in North Carolina today, we would love for you to come join us. There is fun for the whole family, not are there all these cars to look at. There's Corvettes and hot rods, and there are jalopies. I saw a jalopy. And all sorts of interesting cars out here, but they're also doing face painting. they got snow cones. And, and free lunch and giveaways, man. They're giving away stuff like crazy. Stoner Car Care is giving us a bunch of stuff to give away. So all you got to do is come join us out here at Calvary West Campus. It's at 801 and Highway 40 in Davie County in Advance, North Carolina. We would love to see, I'm sure as you pull off the interstate there at 801, you'll see signs for the car show. So you can come and join it's us. It's a beautiful day. Comfortable out here. You just couldn't ask for it to be any nicer. It really is. So, Bill. Have you, when I asked Bill what his secret was to detail in his car, you're, you two are going to be shocked yeah, to I, hear what I, his secret is. I hate to say it. I've got a bag of quarters in my 10-year-old uh, Jeep, and I go to one of those places where you put a few quarters in and spray it down good, <laughs> usually just the outside. So I'm <laughs> Yeah, well, 
you know, hopefully there isn't any paint that's starting to come off because you'll finish the job at that point in time. Or That's what spray paint's for, <laughs> isn't it, Robbie? Yeah, car washes. We had, have you guys ever seen what a car wash can do to a car? Yeah, sure. I, I, I have a story that I'll never forget. We were um, at a Pontiac store in Raleigh, North Carolina, and we had sold a year-old T-type Pontiac. And, and it was a... It was one of those that you'd had forever, and you were just dying to sell it, and we finally sold it. And we were so happy, and we sent it around back to, we had an electric car wash back then, which we thought was just really, really cool. This was probably about 1985 or something. And what happened was the car wash picked the antenna off the car <laughs> and then proceeded to beat the car until the chrome started to come off. And then it picked up the chrome, and it eventually got to where it was ripping <laughs> off pieces of the car in big hunks. And by the time they got me back there, because they couldn't get the thing to stop, they finally had to go back to the breaker and shut it off because it would not shut down. <laughs> and here sat this. These people were in the finance office. You can imagine. They're signing up for their new car, Shorty. <laughs> and their car is being demolished by a car wash. Now, I'm not saying I'm a car wash Did you people across 50, the country. you $50 <laughs> off the price and close the sale, Rob? <laughs> it was actually a, a total loss. You've never seen anything like it in your entire life. So whenever somebody says, well, I always use a car wash, not, you, you know, can you imagine your classic Model T there or one of these Corvettes or look at that old Jeep Willys right there. I mean, can you imagine taking that into a car wash? That Model T wouldn't work. There's no windows and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> you have an outdoor pool. That would make a bad day, bad day on the interior. That would make a bad day on the interior. So. We are going to be talking about what are some really good ideas on ways to really take care of your car and love on it and so that it will last as long as some of these cars that are out here. That I imagine that Model T, what year is that car? Do you know? Probably no. Probably around the 28, somewhere along in that area. Yeah. So you can imagine at this point in time, it's 90, 90 years, years old. 90 years old, and when you're looking at it, it looks like it's in pretty good shape. And so, you know, what, what are some of the secrets to doing that? And what does that have to do with being a Christian? We're going to get to all that when we come back. We've got so much more Christian Car Guys show coming up. But I would love for you to call in, share your detailing secret weapon. What is it that you use that just amazes you and makes it so much easier? We would love. Call us 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. He said, son, you're gonna drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod, Lincoln. She's real fine, my 409, my little little scoop. You don't know what I got. You don't know what I got. Listen to her tacking up now. Listen to her wine. Come on and turn it on, wind it up, blow it out, GTO. Yeah, I am seeing most of the cars that we... There's a couple Deuce Coupes out here, aren't there? And there's a Lincoln or two. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they're all out here. We are live today on the Christian Car Guys show from the Calvary Classic Cruise-In, which is happening in Advance, Advance, North Carolina, which is 
right off Highway 801 and Interstate 40 in Davie County, North Carolina. I don't know if you're not in the area. We hate your mister, but I bet you there's a neat car show going on somewhere by you. And what an opportunity, really, to share Christ in a really cool way that churches do nowadays by having these cruise-ins and bringing people into the community and making them feel at home. And that's what we're out here doing today, and we would love for you to join us at least in spirit by telling us what is your secret weapon to car detailing? What is it that you use that everybody ought to know about? And so I have two of these veterans. I've got Shorty here with me from Davie County, and Ronnie, were you also born in Davie County? I was born in East Tennessee. All right, well, but you've been in Davie County a while. Yes, sir. So, Shorty, what is your secret? What would you say that everybody needs to know when it comes to detailing a car? Number one is time, patience, clean rags, and hard rubbing. <laughs> wax on, wax off. <laughs> it's good for you, right? It's good old exercise. So when you say time, that means don't go into this project thinking you're going to detail this car in 20 minutes. Right. How, I'm, I'm curious. How long would you say? Now, I used to have to detail used cars, you know, as a kid. And I was told how many I had to get done in a day. So I'm curious as to your idea of how many or how many hours it should take to do a good detail. Well, there's different things on the detailing. Whenever there's some things when you go to put in your stripes or but just first, the cl major cleaning. Yeah. You, you can do it quickly, but if you do it right, you can spend as much time inside the car as you can on the outside. Oh, yeah, you can. You can spend more time inside the car depending on how the person used it. <laughs> to do it right. To do it right. I've had to take the seats out of the car and take them over to the power wash. You know, that I've, I've done some unusual things detailing cars. If the car's already been restored and show ready, but just to major little just a little cleanup touch up probably four or five hours yeah that's that's what we were we were told we had to do two a day so we had four hours and then that car had to be and then it had to pass inspection and believe me the used car manager go over that thing it wasn't a pleasant it was like a drill sergeant <laughs> and, you, and you always find something else to do oh and yeah when, and when you think you're done you look down you see Oh man, I missed a place on that on that rim there on the right side. I got to get that. I always find something. So Ronnie, what what would you say is your secret weapon for car detailing? What would you say that is something that the listeners across the country might glean from your expertise over the years? Something I learned from my wife. When really? You, when you want <laughs> when you want your windows really good and clean and sparkly, you use water and vinegar and dry them with newspaper. Now that's an old detailer trip right there. It works fantastic. Windows just sparkle. They do. They got all this high-dollar stuff that they use nowadays, but water and vinegar and newspaper. But, you know, it's hard to find a newspaper anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of them are holding them. Like I say, works as good as a lot of other stuff, just like Ron just said. Vinegar and water, a little bit of household ammonia. Mix it third and then third water. That makes number one window clean. Bill, How about for the polish on the outside? There are all kinds of fancy, expensive things out there now, and it's just as confusing as the world to figure out what to put on it. Well, there's different polishes for different things, but uh, in general, some of that polish 
in the past is about gone now, but I won't call any brand names or nothing. But uh, You can say brands if you like. But some of it was, was hard to go on and hard to take off. A lot of it now it works better, easier to go on and easier to go off to. So what do you like to use? Crisco? <laughs> no, sir. I, I like to use Meguiar's. Meguiar's. Yeah, especially, especially Meguiar's quick detailing. That's some good stuff. It is some good stuff. And and Meguiar's is good. We've, we're giving away Stoner product, but that's fine, too. You know, they're all, they're, uh, there's a lot of good ones out there. But I got to tell you, I had a lady that she had a 1963 Mercury Comet. And she, she still had the original paint on it. And she lived in Florida. And every week... She doused it in kerosene. <laughs> I kid you not. That I've was, heard of polishing floors with well, kerosene. We just told her do not smoke while you're while you're washing your car. <laughs> but if you saw the finish on this car, it would blow your mind. I mean, that's what she used. And you know, I don't know who taught her that, and I'm not recommending it to anybody because you know back then cars were lacquer and all that, so it's a different era, a different time. But she, she had put over half a million miles on this car. She'd had it since it was brand new, and it was her baby. And, uh, and she washed it in kerosene. So you just, you know. It's her insurance agent would not support that. That <laughs> 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 might make a, a good-looking quick temp fix, but not permanent. Okay, well, one of the big differences between detail cars when I was a kid and detailing a car today is wheels. I mean, there were no such thing as aluminum wheels when I started out, and most cars had hubcaps, and so it was not a real challenge to clean a hubcap, I'm just saying. But, oh, my soul, today's wheels take some magic. What, what do you use there? Because I, they get all that brake dust. We didn't even have disc brakes back then, so they no. didn't have to deal with that. And then, the, like you say, start off with the wheels were steel and had hubcaps. Right. Then, then it went to the glamour rings. Right. They'd repaint the wheels, and then you could take regular wheels and send them off, have them re have them chrome. Right. But like nowadays, they got chrome wheels, mag wheels, aluminum wheels. And some of those, you don't just take a piece of steel wool to them, or you're right. really going to be in trouble. No, there's certain things you don't. Even like when you change a the tire, there's certain tips oh, you got to yeah. put on them changers to keep them scratching them. Well, the devil is in the details here on the Christian Car Guy Show. We're talking about how to get him out of there. And when we come back, we got some more insurance tips. We got some on the Jesus Labor Love. Find out more on how you can register for a vacation trip giveaway this weekend. Next weekend, we'll be giving them away. So stay tuned. We got so much more Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Pull outside of me as if we're going slow The fellow rolled down his window and yelled for me to hear Hey buddy, how can I get this car out of second gear? We are live today from the Calvary Classic Car Show at Calvary Church's West Campus here in Advance, North Carolina. We'd love for you to come join us if you're in the area, but if not, we're talking about details, details, details. The devil is in the details, and we're going to get some insurance details from Bill here in a minute, but <clears throat> we have two new 
wonderful participants in the car show today. We have Perry Haynes. And, Perry, you've got five cars out here? Uh, six. Six? Yeah. Your family. Tell, them about, tell us about them. Uh, my mom and dad, uh, she found a 49 Chevrolet that she liked, and it was in uh, Illinois. And she showed my dad, and he liked it, and they went and got it, and, and they were up. Uh, 67, 68 years old, and they enjoyed it, and their plans was to take it and, and, and go to cruise ends and got a motor home and take it to car shows and all. And uh, unfortunately, we were faced with her having terminal liver cancer on May 29th of 16, and she passed away uh, November 22nd of 16, and she turned 70 November 12th, and she had a, a 90 model 25th anniversary Mustang that we redone while she was sick and she actually got to ride in it and drive it once and the 66 gmc truck uh she fussed at my daddy for buying it uh, it was going to be a clunker and it bent a rod in the motor and he put a new motor in it and completely frame off and she drove it and fell in love she said this is my truck so we've got it and her car out here today in her memory and we've got four others and he's he has accumulated a dozen now but uh, so that, I, that's his enjoyment. You can see it. Does your dad have you out there detailing those sometimes? Yeah, we was, we was out there at 7 o'clock this morning with six of them out that we were going to bring up here, and our six drivers helping detail them and, and get them ready. So we're going to find out about that in a minute. But we also have Wayne Davis. And, Wayne, tell us about your car you brought out. I have a uh, 1966 Malibu station wagon. Wow. An old grocery getter, yeah. You don't see many of them around anymore. And, uh you're talking about detailing. It takes a while to detail a station wagon. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a 66 Malibu. Yes. Is, wait, is that burgundy? Did I see it? Yes. Yeah, that's the burgundy one. That yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. Well, I was under Chevelle back then in 1966. I traced it back. The numbers, it was built in Kansas City. Really? Yeah. And how did you get that car? Uh, I just uh, saw it at a uh, dealer. Uh, and it set for months and months, and I'm like, well, there's something bad wrong with it, or he wants too much money for it once. So I went and checked it out, and uh, it was in decent shape. Uh, the guy had done a good, fairly good paint job, and uh, the interior looked good. So I bought it. Of course, I've been rubbing and spending and rubbing and spending on it ever since. So, and, and how long ago was that? Uh, I've had it for about eight years. So how would you compare that restoration process with your restoration in your faith <laughs> well it yeah it takes a lot of work <laughs> uh, the lord's had to hit me on the head a couple of times but uh he yeah, rubs hard sometimes yes, doesn't it, he? yes it does <laughs> takes a while to get a polish on but that. it's helped I, I know that uh when certain things happen in my life uh, i know it's from the lord above and uh, i wouldn't have anything if it wasn't for him and this is a good conversation starter when I'm out driving. And I drive it about every day. Uh, I don't believe in it sitting in the garage. He just might as well get it out there and drive it. And uh, I'm sure the insurance guy knows it hurts him to sit more than it does to drive them. It's a good thing to drive them. Uh, yep. Of course, you, you drive backwards to keep the mileage down, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can do that anymore. Uh -oh. <laughs> well, Perry, how about you? How would you compare all that detailing you do and restoring to your family? Uh, it's uh, when you have cars of that caliper and keeping them clean and going, it's, it's the same way with your faith and belief. You, you got to get up every morning and 
believe in God and say he can get you through this and he can help you and you can get up and choose to say the world's against me or you can get up and say that this is going to be a good morning and I believe in God and he's he's going to polish me on my bad days and I'm not perfect and I'm a work in progress just like these cars are and if you believe in him he believes in you and he he died on the cross for us I mean he will take care of us care of us if we believe in him that blood is the ultimate detail cleaner yeah there's there's no doubt about it and I I love what you said I don't want to miss it is it a car of that caliber you know when God looks at you he sees a classic (laughs) he doesn't see all the grime and the restoration work you know what he sees is wow that's a classic right there that's a model T you know that's a that's a Corvette that's a you know whatever it is that's and and that's really a cool thing that you brought out and it really thank you um it's an interesting so but when it comes to actually that detailing uh Perry, what what would you tell somebody out there that is getting into it and want to detail cars? What would you say is your secret weapon that you would suggest that they try? Uh, to, to detail in a car? Yeah. Uh, you've just you, you've got to really at the beginning you've got to get a lot of elbow grease in it and get started. And once you get it completely detailed and polished and top notch, is just you got to you got to keep it covered up. Uh, rain, acid rain is horrible on them. You know, try to keep it dry. If it does get wet, dry it. And then you just, you've got to work with it every day and, and keep the dust off of it. And, and you, I mean, you got to work in the cracks and the crannies, you know, and it, it comes a little bit easier if you stay on it every day once you get, you know, get it, get it polished. But it's, it's kind of so like hearing, you, you. I'm hearing him say, Bill, is that this isn't once every six month project here. No. <laughs> No, it's, 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 it's a cinch of, by the inch and a yard by the it yard. It doesn't sound like he keeps a roll of quarters and takes it down to that spray place either. No, no, no. It's kind of no, like no. your faith and you believe. Once you give yourself to give give yourself to the Lord, you know, just because you do that, you can't just not polish yourself. You got to get up and polish yourself every morning. You've got to you've got to add something to it because we're all sinners, you know. We've got to add something to you that. Know, that's polish a, our corners. That's a great point. Get the rough it, edges off. It's a it's a day by day, hour by hour. So how about you, Wayne? You're driving that car every day, so that's a different kind of challenge. Yes. Uh, well, it's just like say elbow grease. Uh, or keep it washed and keep it wiped down. Uh, that's what, like what kind of towels do you use? This uh, I use uh, squeegee uh, type cloth, and uh, it's like this morning I had it clean yesterday and of course the rain came yeah yeah so you just go up there and wipe it down it looks like it's you know never been in the rain so it takes a lot uh to do it stay away from car washes because they will ruin a finish (laughs) (laughs) i've been trying to tell you i don't know what i'm gonna do about my poor (laughs) jeep well bill you got other details you know some people have car expertise other Mm -hmm. people have insurance expertise so we've been waiting to hear your details do either of you gentlemen have antique plates in your cars I do, yes. Yeah, your insurance, if your insurance company knows you've got antique plates on your cars, you can have a special rate for an antique vehicle. But a lot of people don't realize when you agree to that agreed-on figure that you stick on that policy, that's a cap. That's a maximum that they'll pay. So you can find out that your vehicle's worth a lot more, but that special policy you, you think is doing you a whole lot of good may be doing you some harm. In North Carolina and in a lot of states, we've got a regular auto policy 
that in some cases so when you say a cat bill slow down you 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 insured right by us okay it's a maximum I, a maximum on what? On the amount that they'd pay in a total loss. Okay, so. Or the maximum so, they would okay. use in calculating what the cars were. Okay, for those who may not be so familiar with what all that means. So if they were to wreck their car, their beautiful classic Model T out there, and that really to replace that car, I would think, what would you say to replace that Model T, 40 grand? No. What would you say? Probably closer to 80 okay. to get it to that condition in driving. Okay. Well, if you could find one. you got to find you one. Gotta find, well, you've got to find. You aren't going to have the exact mileage on it right. or all the exact. Okay, so you've got to find a shell that's good enough to refurbish to So get to, to replace that. that Model T is going to cost somewhere in the neighborhood of 80 grand, and they're going to they're gonna say, and that car gets total lost, here comes a hurricane, and if a tree falls on it, what's the insurance company going to do? Well, there are four different ways you could insure that car in most states. A car like that, I'd want to go to the top of the line policy and I'd want an agreed on value. But you've got to understand at the time of the loss, they only owe you what the fair market value of the vehicle is. So at the time of the loss is when you're going to re-agree on what the value of the vehicle is. Now, if you bought it and the price goes up substantially, whatever that agreed on figure is, you're locked into it. So what about your antique policy now? They're, they're maximum, they're, are they telling you what the maximum is? Normally you have a discussion with the insurance company. With a regular car, it's real easy to look at different book values, but there still can be a big difference in book values. But when there's a limited number of vehicles out there, it's really good to have you a folder, and every time you see one for sale like it, to stick that All in right. your folder. Well, we still are waiting for your phone calls to tell us what your secret weapon is. 866-348-7884. One more segment coming up so you can tell us. Each time they thought they had him, his engine would explode. He'd go by like they were standing still on Thunder Road. And there was thunder, thunder over Thunder Road. Beep, 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 beep. His arm went beep, beep, beep. Well, it's a 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59 automobile. We are live today on the Christian Car Guy Show at the Calvary Classic Cruise-In in Advance, North Carolina. We are loving it out here. We got so many <laughs> wonderful cars, fun for the whole family. If you got time, they're going to have a free lunch. They got all kinds of gifts they're giving away every few minutes. It's just, it's a wonderful time for the whole family uh, as car shows bring them out. And, and, and we have seen some amazing cars. I've got two new guests with us. Now we're going to get back to Bill's insurance tips in a minute, but we want to introduce Deborah to you. And and Deborah, you've got a beautiful El Camino. Thank you. And so tell us about your car. Well, um, we bought it several years ago, and um, the funniest thing about it is whenever we got the car, my I showed it to my granddaughter, and she says, "Grammy, she says it looks like a car in a truck have had a baby," and she says, <laughs> "So it's a it's a truck." And my other a truck. It's a truck, <laughs> and uh, we really enjoy it. We really enjoy it. Well, we have a truck too. That's my wife's Lincoln over there. That's a that's a truck, and Good so deal. it's a truck sort of thing. Good yeah, deal. I love that. I love that. And so, 
how did you come across? I mean, it's funny. I, I was in the car business for like 40 years. And I can remember when the Nissan trucks came out and the small with good, ga good, good gas mileage, whatever, and we were a GMC dealer. And so we didn't have the El Camino. We had the Caballero, same body style. Right. And we would scream, when are you going to give us something with good mileage? Oh, you've got Caballeros to sell. Well, yeah, well, you know, but, but there was something absolutely beautiful about that particular body style that you've got. You've got one of the more classic ones, right? Right. Um, I am a truck person. I'm more of a truck woman than I am a car woman. And it gives me the car that you need, but you also got the back end that you can put your other stuff in that you need whenever you're going anywhere. And so do you drive it everywhere or do you oh, save no. it for cruising? Uh, well, different <laughs> things. Um, I went to pick up one, one granddaughter one day and her, she screamed and her mother as a teacher there and turned around to look and she saw me in the El Camino and she knew why Cadence was screaming. And we got in it and rode and she said, you know, this thing runs like a scalded dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting how they learn that vocabulary. I wonder where she got that. Oh, I know where she got it. Does she know Doc? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, Doc, uh, we have Doc Kuntz with us as well, a wonderful Davie County kind of name. There's a lot of Kuntzes around. But, Doc, you normally bring out a car, but the weather was such that you were, you were holding off a little bit. Yeah, tell us about your car. It's a 63 Chevrolet. Uh, I did a lot of work on it. I put a new, in 2012, I put a brand-new crate Chevrolet 350 engine in it. Put a new 700R overdrive transmission in it. Completely redone the whole. Is that a Bel Air or is it Impala? It's Impala, yeah. Yeah. It looks just it's identical a, to a car my grandfather had. Yeah, it's what they call a saddle tan. Yeah, the, it's original color, but it's been, of course, repainted. But, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was either 62 or 63, the Chevy Impala was the number one selling car of all time from a standpoint of percentage of market. Yeah. Yeah, that that particular year I've seen the seen the numbers on that. Chevrolet outsold them all that year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, it was beyond it was yeah. beyond anything anybody had ever seen because you know Chevy was strong but it that was that was just unheard yeah, of what they did with that body style. One thing that sold a lot of them was Junior Johnson drove a number 363 Chevrolet and won them. He won the championship that year in a lot of races with it, you know. And so Deborah the the question we've been asking folks is obviously in order to keep that car in the shape it is and and, and bring it to where you restored it. Can you compare that to your faith at all? You just got to hold on to the past. Hold on to the past is is the what I'm doing. While you're holding on to the past, you're looking forward. Um, I've lost a good many people in my life, and when you get in an old vehicle like that, you can look to the side sometime and see them riding with you. And I'm just I, I don't know. That's that's just how well, that's I look at hope, it. That's a hope, right? That in heaven we're going to have yep. some cool cars. Well, that would be good. <laughs> that would be good. It would be nice if we knew the answers of what's really going to happen when we get there, if we're really going to get to see our loved ones. Um, we had a catastrophe in my life four years ago. My son-in-law went to work and was pulled into an industrial machine, and he didn't come home. And we, Doc and I, managed to get the kids around to my house and then to their house. And when we got to, to their house, um, 
my daughter, they brought my daughter home later that night, and whenever the kids got up the next morning at 5.30, they said, what are y'all all doing here? And we told the kids that God had picked out a special angel and had picked their daddy. And that was pretty hard to tell a six- and eight-year-old. But that's look, you look back at that, you look forward at their lives, but you have to still keep looking back like the old cars. You have to look back and remember Dad. Yeah, because God, that was a that was a precious part of our life, that yes. they continue to to build and and for you, Doc. Obviously, you invested a whole lot of money. It sounds like in your Impala. Can you compare that to your faith? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, well, the first car I ever, I'm 76 years old, but the first car I ever had was a '56 Chevrolet. And then I, I had a '60 Chevrolet that I, you know, I wish I'd have kept that too now. But, uh, <laughs> but I've always liked them models along there in the early '60s. Yeah, of course I go to Cleveland Baptist Church pretty regular, you know. And uh, and you know, there's a lot of good people go there. So from what I'm hearing you say, is it? You've been loyal. <laughs> it, it's it's an interesting thing. You've been faithful to Chevrolet, and that because of that, you kind of get to know it, and you can you can you probably you know it's pretty easy to look at that and understand how that distributor works compared to the sixty you had, et cetera, et cetera. If somebody threw an import in there, and you you'd be looking at going what in the world? But the same way in church, right? When you get to yeah, well, it's into a, a community that you're comfortable with and that you know the people, it's. It's, it's the way you're brought up, you know. A lot of times, it just you stay with it, you know. If you enjoyed the way you was brought up, and, which I had good parents and lived on a farm, I didn't enjoy milking all them cows. But, I, <laughs> but I, and nowadays I do. Look back and at it, you know, it wasn't that bad. But back in, you had to get up five o'clock in the morning, milk a bunch of cows, so you can hurry up before you get on the school bus and go to school, you know. But, I understand. Well, Bill, we we left him hanging on this on this antique car. Now, Bill was talking about. You guys may not know this, but apparently, there I didn't know it. There's a an antique car policy that you can buy as as an insurance product, but that you may think is a good idea. But Bill was pointing out that they put a limit on those as to what the maximum value would be if it were in a total loss. That could yeah. get you in trouble compared to a regular policy. So. If there's a group of people that really needs an agent they can sit down in front of and talk to, it's somebody with an antique car. you got to be very careful dealing with 1-800 people and making sure you understand what you're buying. Yeah. There are lots of different types of policies. Yeah, the Haggerty or somebody like that, that's all they do is insure them. It's more like a, a life insurance policy. That you take pictures of all four sides of your car and on the hood and inside and where you go well we got a as i can hear the music saying the show is wrapping up we appreciate you listening to the christian car guys show this week again we're out here at the classic calvary cruise in we would love for you to come join us and we thank you so much for listening today remember slow down jesus walked everywhere he went got it all done in 33 how years. late can they come down here brother we're going to be here till one one come so on down, down. it's a beautiful day